Welcome to Pawtastic Friends, the Paw Talk. In this podcast, we visit with Pawtastic Friends founder Michael and Melissa Novelli about their passion around providing enrichment training for rescue dogs. We'll tell the stories of Pawtastic Friends through their work with rescue dogs. There are some heartwarming stories. There are some heartbreaking stories. But I know you'll enjoy this podcast, Pawtastic Friends, The Paw Talk. This episode, we take up Shadow, Santa Ana, and Kane on The Paw Talk. Hello, everyone. It's Tom Fox, and we're in the month of October with Mike and Melissa Novelli, the founders of Pawtastic Friends, and we're back for another episode of The Paw Talk. Hey, guys, what's going on? What's happening? Tell me about Shadow. Shadow is another uh, longtime scholar in our program. He is a magical boy who has an energetic personality, loves people, loves other dogs, but is overlooked. He doesn't show well at adoption events, so he rarely goes to them. He loves agility. He loves going for walks. He loves playing and needs an active household to call his own. And he's been waiting far too long. He started out in the program. He was younger. Now he's probably around four or five. And as the years pass by, he gets older and he really deserves to be cherished and loved and home of his own. What kind of dog is Shadow? Shadow is a, what would you it's say? It's probably another pit bull mix. So that's majority of the dogs in the rescues out here. We just have to keep slaying that message out and there. And he's a black dog as yeah, well. Yeah, neutered. Does he come down to the facility or you guys go out to see him? We go, we see go him. out to see him. We're all good friends for life. Those guys do great things out there. Melissa, you mentioned he doesn't do well at adoption events. Can you maybe uh, explain uh, or, or say a few words about why a dog might not do well and, and what someone who's looking for a forever dog might consider rather than just cute puppy you just saw that my wife fell in love with the last (laughs) adoption event we went to sometimes adoption events can be a little chaotic there's a lot of barking dogs there's a lot of people a lot of times the dogs are kept in kennels so they can become a little kennel reactive when people approach and sometimes their best personality doesn't come out at those events i do feel that it's important to meet a dog in the right setting There's some dogs that do great at adoption events, but some just do not. And unfortunately, it hampers their opportunities to get adopted. Stressful environment for some. Yeah. Next up, we have Santa Ana, a name well known in the great state of Texas. But tell us a little bit about Santa Ana. So Santa Ana, she has also been a longtime scholar in the program. She's been in the program since 2018. She's a great gal. She needs to be your one and only. The problem with Santa Ana that seems to be the issue is that she needs to go to a home where there's only one person because that one person becomes her whole world. And sometimes if it's um, like a husband and wife, she guards the person that's her person. So she would do best in a home that's a single guy, a single woman that can go ahead and make her their whole world, her, the whole world. She doesn't do well with other dogs. She's just happy with the person and all the love and that's it. 
and she's been waiting a very long time. And as the years pass, she gets grayer just like I do. Great. With a dog like that, do they become too protective of their owner if they're really focused on them that much? And could that cause problems? Or is that something that you're able to help with during enrichment training? In her case, that's how she is. She was adopted out at one point, but it just didn't do well because it wasn't the right fit. And she became territory territorial over her specific person in the house. When she's with our trainer, like if you would go up to her, she would be protective over the trainer. So that's why she needs somebody that might be a homebody that doesn't do a lot of entertaining, maybe a senior citizen that is home, retired, that can spend enough time with her. And she's just happy to have her own own little world and nobody else in it. All right. So tell us about Kane. Best adoption of the year. Yeah, that was a huge one. Kane was actually also out of Friends for Life, which, uh, once again, those guys do an amazing job out there. And we had a trainer going out there, and Kane was making progress. And then tell the whole story when he started. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time since he's been over there. He, he went started, into he rescue as a 10 month old puppy, and he's been in the program for close to four years now. Yeah, yeah he's he was in the he was in the program for three years. So what happened is one of our trainers actually showed us a video where he was spinning in the kennel, like cage neurosis. And Melissa just broke down in tears. She says, oh, no, it's not going to end like this for Kane. God, now you got me all tearing up. She sent one of our trainers, Parker, out there who worked with Kane and just were posting the videos and showing Kane how he's improving from spinning in the kennel to doing agility and he just wanted to work. He'd go through the shoots and he'd go over and just having a blast when somebody was paying attention to him. Now, so I'm done tearing up. You can tell him the rest of the story. <laughs> he is a working dog. He's a shepherd. And at 10 months old, it's like when I saw that video, that was it for me. And so somebody had followed, started following his training videos for quite some time following and I got a call from Ron from Friends for Life and he said, Melissa, somebody's interested in meeting Kane. I said, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And she lived in Michigan. So I'm like, wow, that's quite the commitment. They lined everything up. She drove all the way out here to Pahrump from Michigan to meet him. It was love at first sight. We had never seen Kane like this. He just took such an immediate um, love to her. And you could see. And um, she drove him back to Michigan. Now he lives on a huge ranch. He has furry siblings, tons of dog siblings. He has farm animal siblings. He loves the horses. He goes to the trough with them and drinks the water. He has these huge fields to play ball in because that was his favorite thing. And he is just thriving. So after waiting almost four years in a kennel at 10 months, now this dog, now it's his turn. Wow. I think you're right, Michael. That may be adoption of the year. Wow. It also shows really the reach of fantastic friends and literally by doing what you guys are doing and posting those videos, people can follow the progress and you know, you can move someone to, to literally pick up the phone in Michigan and drive all the way out to Las Vegas. 
Man, we need to send that woman some dog bones. Uh, <laughs> look, rather than a, a tip for this to end this podcast episode, I wanted to see if you guys might be able to talk a little bit about uh, your upcoming major fundraising extravaganza. I think is in December, if I've got it right. But could you tell us a little bit about that and maybe how people who don't live in Las Vegas might be able to help out either through a donation or sending you something for an auction or what can people listening to this podcast do, Michael? Yeah, so Sunday, November 12th, 2023, it's going to be from 10 to 4 at the Pawtastic Friends in Richmond Training Center for Dogs. It's our Hope for the Holidays event. We've got some incredible new sponsors that want to be part of Pawtastic Friends. You can see the Canes basket behind us. They sent they sent 100 gift cards for kid combo packs. We had 35 last year. This year, they sent 100. So kids that come to the event are going to get a free meal from Canes. And they loved it last year. Kids are like, oh, my God, we love Canes. And then we also have uh, Lamar Advertising. They do all the digital boards around town. They're one of our sponsors. They're going to be putting our events up on the uh, boards around Las Vegas. And then Dollar Loan Center, which is a really big one, too. They're one of our brand new sponsors. They're going to be sponsoring the Kids Zone and our Chill Zone, where we have our live entertainment. And Wax Tracks Records, Sonny, Richie, David, and Gina Rosen, they've been supporters for the last eight, nine years. And they're sponsoring the stage there because Richie buys records. So if anybody wants to sell records, Richie Rosen's your guy at Wax Tracks Records. So our Hope for the Holidays event is one way for us to raise a lot of money, hopefully, for our enrichment training center for all the dogs that we train. So we're going to have local vendors, entertainers. It's just awesome. Raffle, auction. All very cool. And what's the address? It's 2200 East Pama Lane, Las Vegas, Nevada, 8919. We're right by the airport in Sunset Park. Major cross streets are Sunset and Eastern. Very easy to find. We're right next to the airport. And if listeners wanted more information on Autastic Friends or the upcoming event, where would be the best place for them to go? They go onto the website at pawtasticfriends.com. You guys can donate right there to help uh, provide training for the rescue dogs, provide uh, funding for the center, and just to help out. Or you can check out everything on uh, social media. Yeah. Facebook is Pawtastic Friends. On Instagram, it's Pawtastic Friends LV. We do TikTok too. Yeah, yeah and keep an eye out for everything that's coming up in new programs. We have our breast cancer shirt for breast cancer awareness. So we're doing a lot of things for the communities, helping the dogs and the people. Yeah, this center and this whole program has been changing lives and saving lives. Like, for example, Kane saved his life. Yeah, what a story. It's, well, it's guys, a story. thanks again. And I look forward to uh, getting back together to record a pod or two. Thanks so much. Hopefully we hit 700 soon. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks, you Tom. Too. Bye. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you'll consider a donation to Potastic Friends. They perform a great service. They're great people, and they enrich the lives of dogs, of people, of their trainers, and a wide variety of others. I've linked to Potastic Friends in the show notes. You can check out a video of Darling if you're interested in taking a look at adopting her. Potastic Friends, the Paw Talk is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.